0: Hey there, welcome back to the Northwest Audio Podcast Midweek Formation, where we give some supplemental content to take your formation beyond Sunday morning. My name is Nick, I'm the community pastor here at Northwest, and I'm here with our lead pastor, Luke, and our creative arts pastor, Maddie. Today we're continuing our conversation around the heart behind the music for our church's upcoming album, Reacquainted, looking specifically at the song, "Bend My Heart.
1: If I'm honest, I have gotten past the word epic. That was the most hype intro ever.
2: I just so I,
1: hype. I just Maddie converted you to hype. I just, it is so hype, man. I just, I'm ready for it. Let's go. I'm here for this.
0: He's just like, you know what? I'm tired of the word epic. So I'm just going to switch over to hype.
1: Yeah. That's what that communicated to me. Hype feels more epic, if that makes sense.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no. Uh, well, welcome, everybody, and welcome back again. Maddie,
2: Maddie, thank you, thank you. She
0: back. She, she back. Here. She's here again. She back, gracing us with her presence. Enjoying the good life of podcasting.
1: Mm. I love me a good podcast. People like this podcast. Go People figure. People do like this I've podcast. Got a lot of good feedback yeah. on this podcast. Hey, uh, just
0: a real quick, like, weird, shameless plug that we've never done. Um, if you like this podcast, rate it. Yes, on whatever thing do. you listen to, it actually, it actually boosts as far as algorithms go. It makes it. I don't know, come more up visible. Means
2: more visible. More visible. Like
0: people will be like, oh, this thing has a lot of reviews. You I know? think
1: Jesus would give it a five star for sure. <laughs> Which means bold. that you should too. That's, bold, That's bold, bold to say.
0: So today we're talking, we're going to continue the conversation and we're going to talk about the song, Rend My Heart. Uh, mm. If you are new to what's going on and you're listening to this podcast, but haven't listened to any other ones, uh, just go back and listen to the last one first. You'll get kind of a glimpse of where we are. And uh, we're talking about an upcoming album. Um for our church. And by the time you're listening to this, it'll actually be it's coming in four days. Holy yes, this Sunday. This coming Sunday. Holy Spirit. Um, let's go. So yeah, it's gonna be super awesome. And on every stream
2: sorry, on- <laughs> every single streaming device, every single streaming platform you can find this yeah, album.
0: Get out your MP3 player by
2: Outpour.
1: Limewire? Can I get it on LimeWire? No. Can yeah. I get it on CD? No. What about like eight track? No. Vinyl?
2: These guys, stop. <laughs>
1: So not
0: everywhere. Not
2: everywhere. <laughs> I said every streaming. Oh,
0: okay, okay, okay. Yeah, she's she's right. Yeah, she's every right. streaming. Every streaming, you can do it. Um, so yeah, it's coming soon and we're super excited about it. So we're doing a podcast on each song to kind of give the heart behind it the the meaning behind the words that were that were sung. And yeah, super cool. So today we're talking about Ren My Heart, the second song on the album. Um, based off of the the theme verse for this year at our church, Joel two mm. twelve and two thirteen. So yeah, take it away. One of you.
2: Well, I think it's helpful to read the verse in which it is based on our theme verse for the year for our church is Joel 213. But when we were writing this song, uh, 212 was very impactful for me as uh, a writer. And so I just want to read that really quick. It says, even now declares the Lord. Return to me with all your heart, with fasting and weeping and mourning. Rend your heart and not your garments. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and abounding in love, and he relents from sending calamity.
1: That's good. That's real good. That's good.
0: If, hey, I would actually recommend, we're not going to read the whole thing today, but uh, I would totally recommend getting your Bible out. And reading the entirety of chapter two, like from 12 on, Mm -hmm. um, even into, I think chapter three, a little bit, it has some, there's some good things in there. Some, some little things that are like, Whoa, that is really meaningful, really impactful. Um, the way that the Lord works in that. So
1: yeah, the minor prophet Joel, man, he's the man. Love Joel. Yeah. Prophesying to exiled Israel and, um, when you look for a theme verse for the year or you ask the Lord to give you vision, uh, here's what I've discovered. So the songwriting process has a process. The visioneering process has a process. Oh yeah. Give us your process. The visioneering process is, is, um, is overthought. Um, when the word of God and the spirit of God blend together in the person of God, you will get vision. So vision for a church like ours is is not one person painting an ideal future. Mm. It is the leader or the leaders asking God to give us Mm. vision. Mm -hmm. And when that vision is given, it's the leader and leader's responsibility to communicate that vision. And so it is a very supernatural spiritual process. The word of God has plenty of vision. (laughs) The spirit of God has plenty of vision. The person of God needs to be in God's word and be in God's spirit to hear God's vision. Mm. And so I remember pouring through Joel, um, I think it was late 2022, and being struck to the core when I read that verse. Mm. And it was like an unshakable striking. Like, you know, you just got hit by the word of God, right? And there was like, whoa, that verse is, Hit me in a way it has never hit me before. I remember when it happened. Yeah. It was at the worship night.
2: Yeah. The worship night that we had that set verse. everything on its core, like like how what we just said uh, in the last podcast. You read this verse
0: that evening. You read it during our prayer during time. During our oh prayer time. Gosh, you, sure you, were like, you were like, I read this verse and it is just like jumping out at me. And I then, totally then forgot because about of that, that, I said it during my prayer moment in the middle of it in the middle of the worship night. And then it became the theme verse. And, and then, then we wrote the one song. Of the songs.
1: Okay. So when our hands are open like this, our audience can't see my hands open like this. <laughs> his hands his <laughs> hands are open, everybody, just so everyone knows. And they're in a posture of receiving. And they're mm-hmm. like, give it to me, God, give it to me, God, give it to me. Like we don't have, because we do not ask. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when we ask what Jesus says, it will be given to you. And so, and God knows when we're asking for something out of, ill motive or we're asking something out of like wrongful motive. God knows your heart. He knows whether or not you're taking the credit or he's going to get the credit. And so that's how that verse surfaced in our community. um, Is that the Holy Spirit gave it to our community when our community's hands were open like this. Mm -hmm. And it was a really refreshing and encouraging verse. I know for me, I know for many people, gosh, it made it on the back of hoodies. It like became a song and it, um, it came, it came alive in our church community because I know God wants us to be authentically vulnerable in front of Mm. him. The rending of our hearts, this place where we easily, we protect our hearts, you know, we, we, we encapsulate our hearts so Mm -hmm. as to keep it from being hurt. Well, when we encapsulate our heart from being hurt, we also encapsulate from being healed. Yeah. Right.
0: Would you go ahead and give it brief background on the word rend for those that are like, what yeah, the, what the heck is a rend? Yeah.
2: <laughs> like yeah, what's our, an Ebenezer? Wait, what's rend? Wait, hold what's... on. Our our producer, when we were working on this song, he was like, this is the first time this, the word rend has ever made it into a song. I yeah, think. it is, Betty. Let's go.
1: <laughs> Come <laughs> on. So rend means to tear or to tear open with passion or to bring about opening with like, yeah. Uh, like passion, <laughs> almost like holy violence, <laughs> like rending your heart, yep. like ripping open yourself and exposing the vulnerable you to God. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, man, there is just something like, "Whew, <laughs> yeah, rend my heart in front of God, like be my I thought, be my authentic self before God."
0: Man, it's yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. And I, I'll also encourage you, listener, to um, if you haven't to listen to. Um, a message that I did on is your asking the question: Is your heart prepared? Um, and talking about our hearts and what it means to give that over to God. What does it mean to um, to give you over your your most vulnerable self over to Jesus? Um, so I definitely recommend listening to that. But overall, in this passage in particular, just this idea of saying like, "Return to me with all your heart, with fasting and weeping and mourning." Then in verse 13, rend your heart, tear open your heart, not your garments, return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and abounding in love, and he relents from sending calamity.
2: Luke, would you be able to give some background on the not your garments part?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So Hebrew uh, culture, um, like every culture throughout time has had its own signals of how that culture was formed. And just like American culture has a culture of our own, uh, Jewish Hebrew culture had a culture of their own. Uh, and when a culture like ours grieves, we grab a tissue box, right? <laughs> we conduct uh, funerals. We have memorial services. We wear black, right? Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a, um, a, a cultural, a, like a custom. Okay, so in Hebrew culture, when they would grieve or when they would uh, be passionately um, open emotionally, they would rend their, they would rip their garments almost as a, like a, a defiance to looking proper, a defiance to looking pomp and polished. Like I'm going to show you just how passionate I am, just how real I am, just how much I'm grieving whatever I just lost. By by tearing my clothes, okay. God was basically looking at that. They were using that um, in association with their sin. So they would rip their clothes after they sinned to say, oh, "I'm sorry, God. We sinned, so I'm going to rip my clothes." Well, then it became about, well, if I sin, I'll just I'll just rip my clothes. Mm-hmm. And God's like,
0: dude, <laughs> you totally it means it. nothing anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: You 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 choose sin knowing you're going to rip your clothes because at one point I there was like I interpreted that as your actual grief yeah. and remorse but now you're just doing it to justify the sin now you're you're like well I'll end up ripping my clothes and ripping my garments yeah. it doesn't mean it it's lost its meaning mm. yeah. and so Joel is just like stop tearing your garments it means nothing rip open your heart instead mm-hmm. yeah the thing that's actually you know Encapsulated. Yeah, the garments were only
0: ever an outward representation of your heart, and so if it's not an outward representation, then then it means nothing. nothing. Now yeah. you just
1: like lost like a you know a Gucci like you know piece of sweater or whatever. <laughs> like that was an expensive top.
0: <laughs> yeah, God's not up there. Just like man, I just I love it when they give me their clothes. No, it's I love it when they give me their heart. Yeah, yeah. like that was what he wanted all along. Um, so, so s- switching over to the song mm-hmm. um w- like coming out of this passage and coming out of where we were wrestling with this um give us just kind of like the initial heartbeat yeah of this
2: yeah so this was the first song that was written for the album um I was very touched by that passage um when it was shared at the worship night a year ago and then as it had become a theme verse for our church It just had was a verse that had just really captured me mostly just because of the history behind the rend your heart not your garments like this idea of in lament in uh in grief it was this uh symbol to symbolize what was happening on the inside but um they had been going through the motions and so myself having have dealt with a lot of grief in my own life mm. just was very um touched by this passage in this no the lord just wants your heart um specifically actually verse 12 when uh it says even now declares the lord return to me with all your heart with fasting and weeping and mourning like he's saying it doesn't matter like even now you can come back yeah. even at this point That's you can good. still return Uh, And then he says, uh, rend your heart, not your garments, return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and he's compassionate and he's slow to anger and abounding in love and he relents from sending calamity.
0: Even in the the times that you, yeah.
2: You know, that, that means he refuses to send the bad things. And it is a uh, that's what I looked up in the dictionary when I was working on this song, and it was a <laughs> You're
0: like, what is calamity?" No, <laughs> seriously. I, I had
2: to go, "What does this actually mean?" <laughs> because it was a hard, you know, we were working on this song, and I didn't know what it meant, and it just had uh it touched me. And so I actually spent a uh, oh gosh, probably three months trying to just write this chorus for this song, because I mean, what do you do with the word rend? Like, let's just be real about that. Like how does that even make, you know, how does that work? And, um, I had been through many versions of, of this song until one night I was up really late and the Lord was just stirring in me. And, um, I, uh, I wrote the chorus of this song. Uh, I won't, tear my garments, but rend my heart in two for you. Um, Oh, what's the, I wrote this. What is the next part? (laughs) Oh Lord, I crave your presence. I'm longing nearness. I'm so desperate for you. And just like this call of desperation
1: Mm.
2: for the Lord and, um, just craving this nearness and this closeness to the Lord is just kind of where I felt like the Lord was leading this song,
0: a cry from the heart.
2: Yeah. And so, um, out of that, nothing happened out of that song for um, a, while. a long time.
0: <laughs> felt like a long time. It felt like an eternity. It felt
2: like a long time. It, actually, if we looked at the timeline, it probably wasn't that long. Yeah. But when you we, have this creative we idea. It,
0: we finished it in January or February when we were uh, we were out of our apartment, but waiting for our house to be ready. Yeah. And so <laughs> my, my parents have a condo in Westfield. And so we were staying there um, for about a week or two. And, and then we one were just, night, we were just up one night and it was just like
2: the rest of the song happened. The
0: rest of the song just came out. Um, the, the bridges, the, I won't, I won't hide my face from you. Um, because like, why would I hide my heart from you when you already see it? Right. Um, you see my every thought and move. I'll bring my baggage and my shame. I'll bring everything over here. Cause I know you'll just love, I know you'll love me just the same. Um, which goes in that even now. Piece. Yeah. Even now. um, so I'll run to you when I am lost because you found me hanging on that cross. If you found me hanging on a cross, man, there's nothing. There's nothing you haven't seen. Um, your love has captured every part of me, so I will rend my heart. Um, within that that idea of the even now, mm-hmm. I really love the verse of this song. Um, with the There's a stillness in the silence of my grief consumed by my lament, I try to lay it at your feet. Like I try to, but it's difficult. Like that is a difficult thing for us. Like I think we can all acknowledge as, as believers, it's difficult to lay something down at Jesus' feet.
2: Yeah, it's a complete and full surrender. Yeah, That's and it, it
0: it's hard to do it and it's also hard to even comprehend, like what does that even mean? Like right. when someone mm-hmm. says, oh, just give it to God and you're like,
2: but, but how? How? how Like do how do, I do, how I, do that? I
0: do that? Like I'm trying, I'm trying to lay it at God's feet. And so I feel like this, this passage and this song give Validity to the experience, the human experience that is, I'm trying to give it to God, but I'm struggling to. Absolutely. I'm struggling to do it. And so does God still see me? And the answer is yes. Like, because of the next line of the verse, but you are patient in all my weakness and my doubts. Your kindness never ends. A love I cannot go without. Um. It's just... I don't know. This this passage is so beautiful because I, it's honestly an echo of the whole gospel, mm-hmm. of the entire gospel message, the good news of Jesus. That is, guess what? I didn't leave. Yeah. <laughs> like, guess yeah. what? I still love you. Guess what? I'm still patient. Guess what? There's nothing that you can do that will scare me away. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just and all oh, I want so is good. you. Yes. Followed up
2: with all I want is your heart. All I want is you. Mm. I don't want anything more f- from you. And so like I don't want your garments. Yeah, I mean it go, even goes into verse 2 is what my flesh can't see is the beauty of your grace. Right? Like my flesh, my human nature, it's hard for me to see the beauty of his grace. But in my stumbling there is no frown upon your face because you are still pleased with me because I am still a, I am I am your good creation. Yep. Um but you are gracious still even when I lost my way and you keep reminding me of your new mercies every day. That we are made yeah. new every single day. When we wake up and um, just this idea, I mean, I, I guess really the even now declares the Lord is just the part that really keeps, gets it song. really gets this. It really uh, brings a different meaning to uh, rend your heart, and not your garments, because it's saying no matter where you're at,
1: like you, you can, can still, can still return yeah. to
2: the Lord. Like he still wants you. It's He's still, it's never too late to turn back to him and repent and say, Lord, you know, here it is, here's everything. And, And it's just kind of a song of recognizing the human experience of that difficulty, but then also holding, um, God's grace and just, and just seeing the beauty of his, his love that continues to run after us.
1: Yeah. In full confession, I was really hoping the hoodie would say, rend your heart, not your hoodie.
0: <laughs> I know you were I know and you I were but then I, the team, I immediately vetoed that
1: one. The, the team vetoed that everybody and that was the right call. Yeah. Yeah, it was. That was the right <laughs> call. When you
0: said when you said I have a hoodie idea. Run your yeah. heart, not your hoodie. And I was like, oh man, that's yeah, so I
1: have a hundred ideas. Like ninety-nine of them are good. <laughs> but then every or once one. in a while one <laughs> is just really bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is it so okay, so another thought about this song. This song for our congregation was being played well before they knew that our yes. band wrote it. Absolutely. Yeah. And so with that knowledge, what have you seen? How have you interpreted our people being touched and blessed by this song? Oh my gosh.
2: I actually have a story. They got
1: they got primed, right? Yeah. With the vision. Yeah. This was our theme verse for right. the year. Yeah. So like, I want to hear what you guys. That first, in... that first Sunday we did it was magical.
2: It was. Well, <laughs> and, no, Magic. And, no, it really was because. It was
1: romantic.
2: Well, you have to think. When we do worship songs on Sunday morning, even if they're new, people have still been exposed to these songs in some way, shape, or form, in the sense that, you know, it's on the radio. It's on Spotify. It might be on your yeah. Discover Weekly. It might be, well, uh, you know, if another artist played it. Sometimes, if I know I'm going to do a song, like I will put it in our walk-in playlist, so that when people are entering, they're like subconsciously knowing these songs. Yeah. Those are my tricks. So, so just so just in so, so in some capacity, <laughs> now you know that we're manipulating. You yeah, like crazy. <laughs> right, those are my tricks. Yeah, so
0: in some capacity, most people, not always, but you you may have heard a song or two before we would do it on a Sunday.
2: Yeah, and even if you don't know this song, your brain subconsciously knows them because you've heard them in other areas of your life. And so that is that is an advantage when we play cover songs by other artists, right? When we play a song by Elevation or we play a Map City song, most likely these people, our, our congregation is learning these songs in their own time um, s- subconsciously, whether they know it or not. Um the that it, that does mean that there is a kind of a roadblock whenever we introduce songs that we wrote there is no, no one way has ever heard it ever yeah yeah there's no way that anyone had would have ever heard this song because it's it's brand new. It had never existed until our team got together and created it.
1: Someone's like, "I heard of that on the radio," and you're like, yeah.
2: "Liar!" No, seriously, <laughs> yeah, seriously. So um, there's there's yeah. kind of a roadblock. And so when we did this song for the first time on a Sunday morning, I was so nervous hmm. because I knew that, well, I can't say I knew because God he uh, he showed me up and said you don't know anything. Uh, <laughs> I had a feeling that nobody was going to participate. Because Mm, I assumed nobody, nobody, no one knew this song. Like I can't expect them to participate because they don't know what this is. And, um, and I'll even say that I think that the melody of that song is just a little bit more difficult than other melodies just because of the way that the song was written. And so like, I just had a feeling that this song was going to be hard for our people to learn and it was going to be hard, um, in the moment for people to catch on. And so I went in with an expectation that, you know, people might listen to the song, they might like the lyrics, but they aren't going to engage.
0: Boy, were we wrong.
2: Was I wrong? Oh my gosh.
0: That's so awesome.
2: (laughs) It was awesome. And I just see, you know, that first um, time we sing the chorus, they're just hands raised. They're not singing. And I didn't expect them to, but it was like, as if these lyrics had pierced their hearts and so now they want to engage even though they don't know these words. Yeah. And then by the time we got to that bridge, I mean people were on their knees, um people are singing along, their arms are in the air, yeah. people are crying. It I'm was, like, "What like what is happening?" you know. It was so crazy. And then to um uh, bring revival, God. Yeah. Bring revival. It's just
0: it's it's crazy because it's honestly it's the most humbling but like you were just so filled with gratitude Yes, because you know, it's one thing. And we even told this to, to Dimitri and Gwen when the first time that we did their song, um, on a Sunday morning of just like, just be ready for the, that feeling that you get from the spirit of like, look how God uses Mm -hmm. his work, um, that he did through you and in you. Um, and it honestly is just one of those things that you're just like, thank you, Jesus. Like what a blessing what a blessing it was that that you gave me these thoughts you gave me these words you gave me this this melody um and you know and and you gave me the the courage to step out in faith with it and to to bring it to our congregation and look at what you're doing yeah like wow it's just it's it's, it's such a beautiful thing to f- experience that um so yeah, it was just that was a that was a cool day. I wasn't even on the team that that Sunday. I was I was standing in the back looking around and I honestly I I was weeping a little bit because I was like this is crazy. Our people are just like the whole this it was one of those things where you're like surely this was the Holy Spirit. Yes. Surely surely this song was from God and not yeah. from me. Because because oh, yeah. in in that moment you're like there is no way that I could do something like this. And it's just like, man, God is on the move. Yeah. And in, in this,
2: it was a, an incredibly humbling experience. And I would even argue this, it was an incredibly humbling experience writing this song, just in the way that yeah. it came about. And so, um, there actually do have a story though of someone, it was like probably the first or second time that we sang this song. Someone in our congregation had come up to me and they're like, oh, what is that song? And so I kind of spilled the beans a little bit. And, uh, had shared that this was a song that our team had written. It's not, you know, you can't go find it on Spotify right now, but you can on Sunday. Um, it, and she had said to me, I loved the lyric. I won't hide my face from you. She said, Oh gosh. What'd she say? She said, she said, uh, that was so what my soul needed to hear because how many times do I go to God hiding my face? Mm. like, how I go to him with this, like, I don't want you to see me. Like I messed up, like, like almost this like shameful, yeah. um, approach. Whereas like declaring, like, I won't hide my face from you in this, like, Lord, you accept me. you You love me as I am kind of way. And so it just was, it was so cool in that moment to see like this word that the Lord had given to me. And I'd been able to express through music that touched someone's life so personally and so intimately, like that was worth the writing mm. process. That was it. If that's all this song ever did, like that was worth it,
1: yeah, wow.
0: It's a very beautiful moment to see God move in that way.
1: Um, I love it when kids pick up the melodies of songs, even though they haven't quite mm-hmm. interpreted like the lyrics of the song. Uh-huh. And, you know, my five year old Mila, it's my oldest of my three, will always do this with songs. She'll always like pick, be able to pick up the melody, but she'll never get the words correct. Yeah. She'll be like in the back of the car, like, this was the season when we broke Run My Heart and we started playing a little bit more. And then she hears, hears it at the worship nights and she'll be in the back there. I'm like, I know she's humming Run My Heart. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> and like, it just was so touch so there's a dozen dozen stories out there yeah uh, that how all of these songs have touched Mm -hmm. us individually and also us corporately as a body yeah
0: one one or two lyrics that really stick out to me in this song um these were actually i think these were i think these were two lines that you were like trying to you, you were i remember you were sitting in the chair near the kitchen and um you were like trying to think of, of like the last line of these two verses and these two lines came to me came to me the, the there's no frown upon your face um and then the at the end of verse three the of your new mercies every day um at that time i had already been thinking about those concepts a lot of just in um in lamentations when it says you know great is your faithful like your mercies are new every morning right um and that was just that I remember. I kept trying to put that into the song every time we, we were talking about. We were talking about different lyric ideas, and I kept trying to say, "Your new mercies every day," and, and she's like, like "No, that like, doesn't fit there." Like, like, and I'm like, "I just feel like God really wants to put this here in this song, like that His His mercies are new every morning. His compassion is new every day. Like He He has not left you." Um, and so I I was like that that just is so powerful to me. And this and that in that same breath, this idea of of there's no frown upon God's face. Like God is smiling at you as a, as a child, you know, like God, God is smiling at you. He's not frowning and upset and disappointed of just like, man, they really dropped the ball here, mm-hmm. man, bummer. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, no, he has so much desire and love for you yeah. that he's like, he's like, man, I just desired them to be with me. Yeah, I desire their presence just as much as they desire mine. Um, so it's just, that's such a beautiful thing to me.
1: Yeah. What do you two hope Ren My Heart will do for our congregation long term? It's this—it's the oldest song of the album. Yeah. Which is funny because it's still very new. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> But as you uh, envision the future of that song, how do you anticipate God... Using it in our congregation long term, or just using it for the kingdom in general. You know, how sometimes worship songs like are used and then shelved and then brought off the shelf again. Yes, like yes. many years down the yes. road. Yes, hundred percent. I would love to know. Do you have vision for that for any of these songs specifically or that they'll go song? on the shelf? Oh, well, they'll go on. They'll
0: go on our, they'll they'll just go
2: on our rotation, just as as like any other song that we do. When and eventually it they when might go fits. on a shelf and then come back off the shelf. Yeah. That's just kind of how that happens. Like when when bring the faro, faro of a song.
1: Pharaoh, uh, Pharaoh, Not. This weekend, actually. Oh, baby, let my people actually, I go. Should, I we should have played that yeah, last week. I was week.
2: about to say that we should have played that last weekend.
1: So what do you hope Bryn, My Heart" will do, like, long-term?
2: Um, I think that this song... You know how we uh, just in general, we'll sing songs and sometimes it feels like it loses its meaning. Um and that's just natural as we go through the motions of life. Right. And, um, just like the garments, just like, but that's, yeah, <laughs> don't give away my point.
1: Oh, sorry. <laughs> you two must be married. Or something. I know. Right.
2: <laughs> um, but I think that's exactly what this passage is, is God saying, stop going through the motions. Just, just give yourself over. And, um, that's what I, that's what I pray for this song, that it is not, ever this song in which we go through the motions, but it is a, every single time it is made fresh and it is a fresh call to surrender ourselves unto the Lord.
1: I love that. So yeah, it's almost like a a song that can pierce through a stale season. That, yeah, yeah. absolutely. I love that. Yeah. I would say
0: for my desire is that um, people would listen to this and then they would run their heart.
1: so Uh, so, like literal man (laughs) so
0: (laughs) yeah it's just it's as simple as that um i i say this sometimes but um in particular to like teachings like if we don't take this outside the building then there's no point like the whole purpose of this is to put it into practice right um to bring it into your life like if it just stays this idea then the devil wins if it's just an idea of like oh God is so good and this, 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 this. And I, my identity is in Jesus and all that stuff. And it remains this, this like far off concept, then the devil won.
2: Um, yeah.
0: Because, because God's breakthrough happens when those, when those ideas become your reality. Um, And so my prayer is that this idea would become a reality. Yeah. Is that in your day-to-day life, as you consider the ways that you are um, moving away from God in any sort of capacity, because, um, you know, we all do that, That you would rend your heart and you would give it back to Jesus and that you would say, you know, God, I know that you see me wherever I am, um, but I'm going to give myself to you. Hmm. So, yeah, that's my prayer for this song. If you have questions or things you want us to talk about on the podcast, please let us know. You can do that by going to the media tab on our website at mercyroadnw.com. And on our website, you'll also be able to find more details and information about our community. And you can get a hold of me or Luke or Maddie directly as well. If you go to the staff page, Uh, you can find our emails on there. So thanks for joining us. And we will talk to you again soon.